Hello, and welcome to today's podcast on moderation. This podcast is by Dr. David Cortell and is from drqlongevity.com. At DRQ Longevity, we work to increase your health span and lifespan and create easy and simple methods by which you can reduce your weight, improve the way that you feel, look, and function. We don't all plan on living forever, but we should plan on being healthy while we're alive. You can find us online at drqlongevity.com or check us out on social media at drqlongevity. That's drqlongevity. And now on to today's podcast. We're going to be discussing moderation and how to determine what is and isn't moderate. Hello and welcome to another episode of DRQ Longevity's podcasts. Today I'd like to discuss a concept called moderation and it's a it's a commonly uh, banded about term uh, you know people are, how do you oh I eat in moderation how often do you eat snacks oh well, I eat moderately you know everything in moderation is good I can even remember um, there was a quote by the famous Maya Angelou moderation in moderation is something we should all practice or something to that effect and the problem with moderation is we all have a different definition of what moderation is um, when it comes to maybe uh, temperature of water, we can all kind of agree that jumping into a pool that would be uh, 42 degrees Fahrenheit would not be a moderate. That'd be a cold. Or jumping into water that's 160 degrees would be hot. That, you know, that's not a moderate temperature for a pool might be uh, 82 degrees, a little warm for some, a little cool for others, but that's a, a fairly readily agreed upon amount. And then we could say, you know, other things too might be a you know, moderate, but when I talk to people about moderation, things are all over the board when it comes to their own choices um, regarding pleasurable activities. For instance, if I speak to my children, or specifically my son who loves video games, hey, what do you think is a moderate amount of video game to play or a moderate amount of YouTube to, uh, to watch during a day? He might say something like, oh, uh, five hours of video games and three hours of YouTube a day would be a moderate amount. Now, I mean, anybody in their right mind would understand that spending eight hours a day locked onto a screen doing, um, you know, a mindless activity is certainly not moderate. Um, if I suggested to him, well, maybe uh, an hour a day of video games would be uh, a moderate amount or a half hour of video games or um, you can't play video games during the week, only on the weekends, that's, that's moderation. That might make sense to other parents, but to children, it just wouldn't. So when we talk about moderation, it is, it's an all over the place thing, um, particularly when it comes to those activities that give us pleasure. And part of the reason that we talk so much about food is because food gives us a great amount of pleasure. And when we use our food choices to satisfy our pleasure needs, we end up creating conflict within ourselves as we try to stop using our food choices to give our pleasure, to meet our pleasure needs. And this is something that we do again and again, over and over. Um, you know, oh, I, I only drink a moderate amount of soda, no more than two a day. That might be moderate to somebody. If I drank uh, two sodas a month, I would not consider that moderate. For myself, I don't really drink soda, so that's not, uh, nor do I recommend it. Um, so that's not really a moderate amount for me. So 
when we talk about moderation, it really should be in some definable term. And the terms that I like to use for moderation, um, not meaning terms of words, but terms of like these are the rules are, what is good for the health, what is bad for the health, what do we know scientifically that creates negative health with what we eat, what creates positive health with what we eat. There's no, unfortunately, there's really no um, clearly defined um, method of determining what gives us bad health or what gives us good health with what we eat as far as specific amounts and foods. What we do know is that hydrogenated oils are harmful in any amount. What we do know is that cigarettes are harmful in any amount. What we do know is that uh, as little as few as three alcoholic drinks a week can create cognitive decline as we age. So there are very there there are very hard fast things about like for instance there's no moderate amount of banging your head with a hammer, right? Like there's there, there are certain things that we can talk about that have negative impacts on our health and we should not really exercise any moderation with that. There there should be no degree of moderation when it comes to that. Now, with that being said, oh, you know what? I really like to go out and drink. So we would call that a rare and appropriate, right? So if you're out at a party, it's a birthday party, you haven't had a drink and, you know, whatever time period is your time period and you decide to have several drinks and, you know, that's a rare and appropriate. But, you know, I have some, I have some patients that a moderate amount of alcohol for them is two to three glasses of wine per night. We know that that causes problems. We know that that affects your health span and your lifespan in a very negative way very quickly. And it is something that I don't believe should be practiced in moderation. I don't believe that we should practice, um, you know, eating, uh, or excuse me, smoking cigarettes or cigars in moderation. These are, the, you know, these are things we can't use cocaine in moderation. Like these are things that have very negative impacts on our health, not only our physical health, but our emotional and mental health as well. Those take a toll and it sets off problems within our pleasure centers that creates a, a, a driver desire for more. So when it comes to moderation, how do we figure out what is moderate? The first thing that I like to do is determine if we are eating foods that are considered healthful foods or non-healthful foods. A healthful food is going to be considered a food in, in these terms right now, a food that is non-processed or minimally processed that eliminates all the ultra processed foods. So anything that comes out of a package, anything that comes out of a box, anything that's been prepared, baked or processed in such a way that it removes nutrients, adds in additional products and doesn't look like it really uh, looked when it grew out of the soil. Those are foods we should eat in moderation. We'll talk about what that moderation might mean in a moment, but that's the first thing. The second thing we're going to talk about, things that we can have in moderation, are going to be calorie-containing foods, high-calorie-containing foods, particularly if we have a waist-to-height ratio that is greater than 0.5. In other words, your waist is more than the measurement around your waist is more than half of your total height, or your BMI puts you in a range where you're where you're overweight. 
I know the typical BMI uh, scale is not really the greatest. We use waist to height ratio as a, as a better model, but we can use a, a BMI scale for most people. 80 to 90% of people will get a, a, a fairly um, accurate uh, idea if they're overweight or not. And if your BMI is over 24, you should be restricting your calories. We know this. So moderate amount of intake of food should be uh, exercised when we're talking about uh, somebody who has uh, you know, is, is classified as overweight or potentially overweight. And those include the higher calorie uh, the foods, you know, our grains, you know, our fruits and, you know, things, uh, you know, things along those lines. In addition, we should also practice um, moderation in our, um, uh, our, our vegetable intake. We need to take in at least a moderate amount of vegetables every single day. We should be eating cruciferous vegetables, green leafy vegetables in a moderate amount. So for instance, we talk about moderation. We, well, we shouldn't have as much of this. Well, we should at least have as much of that. When we talk about exercise in moderation, you should at least be exercising a moderate amount. We talk about um, a minimum amount of exercise being 150 minutes per week, um, broken up into no fewer than three times per week and no fewer than 30 minutes per time. So if you're only exercising for 30 minutes, you should try to do that five times a week. If you're exercising three times a week, you should do that for at least 50 minutes. Um, and now there's even some evidence that's saying, hey, if you have short bursts of exercise, it does have a positive cumulative effect. In other words, if you're at work and you can run up and down the stairs in a stairwell for uh, 10 minutes, do that three different times during the day, that has a positive cumulative effect. So a moderate amount of exercise is required. So we don't only use moderation for minimum amounts of things, but also max, excuse me, not only maximum amount of things, but minimum amount of things. Um, when we talk about eating, um, uh, you know, healthy foods, we should be eating at least a moderate amount. When we're talking about eating unhealthy foods, we should eat no more than a moderate amount. So what would a moderate amount of food be? Well, let's talk just about what some of the research shows. And some of the research shows that if you have a diet that contains deli meats, on a regular basis, you have a higher incidence of cancer. If you smoke cigarettes on a regular basis, you have a higher incidence of cancer and heart disease. But what are these amounts? There are some studies that suggest if 10% of your calories come from animal proteins, animal fats and proteins, you begin to see a substantial or statistically significant increase in degenerative diseases and morbidities that include cancer, heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Once again, if more than 10% of your calories come from animal sources, we see statistically higher rates of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. Now, what would 10% of my calorie look like? Well, if I am uh, an American, you know, an adult American, and my average calorie intake should be about 1,800 calories a day, I'm, you know, I'm not doing a ton of exercise, I'm exercising a little bit here or there, I'm middle-aged, I'm not a huge person, whatever, I'm, you know, maybe a, a, you know, a middle-aged female or, you know, a more slightly built male. I, I might have, or I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to reduce my caloric intake so I can cut weight down because I don't want to be in a BMI where I'm considered overweight or obese. Um, I'm going to, re to have a, my calories restricted to about 1,800 calories a day. Well, if you look at a carton of eggs, you'll see that one egg is 90 calories. 
So if I'm trying to limit my caloric intake to 10% animal or less, I can only eat two eggs a day and I've hit my animal intake. That is something that I might consider moderate. The patient comes to me and says, well, I eat two eggs a day. Everything that else that I eat is whole food, plant-based, um, and um, um, you know, that, that's it you know, throughout the day. Okay, well, two eggs a day seems moderate. Um, we might uh, recommend, let's say this person has some sort of disease that they're battling or there's some sort of medical condition or they're allergic to eggs. There are many reasons. We might say, no, you're not going to have those two eggs or I'd say, oh my gosh, you can have more of those eggs. I, I, I'm not trying to extrapolate this across um, all populations and all people, but when we look at the way that we eat, if 1,800 calories is our dietary intake, two eggs puts us at the limit. Three eggs, we're no longer moderate. If we should only be eating so many calories of sugar a day, and I have a soda, and that gives me 48 calories, excuse me, 48 grams of sugar. I don't know how much is even in a soda. I'm guessing 48 grams of sugar, grams of sugar in a soda. I'm well over my, my limit intake for the day for talking about my pancreas health, for my diabetes, talking about, you know, controlling my sugar, reducing inflammation in the body, slowing down those metabolic processes that are associated with upregulating degenerative change and disease through the body. So if I'm talking about soda, I don't know that there is a moderate amount of soda. Maybe taking two sips of soda could be a moderate amount, right? So for every body, it's a little bit different. But when we talk about foods that are not, and then we talk about diet soda, there's no moderate amount of that, uh, that chemical poison that we should be putting into our body. However, when we talk about amounts and we talk about poison, the poison is in the dose. Let's say you're out at a restaurant, someone puts some bread rolls on the table and there's some butter there. If you picked up a roll and put a little bit of bread on it and ate it, I, I would have a very hard time saying like, look, you're not practicing moderation. But if you pick up, I, I know like at a, at a restaurant like um, Cheesecake Factory, they put out a basket of bread. If you ate the whole basket of bread and the whole dish of butter, we could say that that's not moderation. So when we talk about moderation, it really focuses on two specific things. What are those foods that we know are healthful and what are those foods that we know that are unhealthful? This is still that same thing. What are those products that we know that are healthful and unhealthful? What are those activities that we know that are healthful and unhealthful? How can we grade and judge the way that we're eating in a fashion of, and the way that we're exposing our body to stressors in a fashion of moderation? Are we getting enough exercise in? Are we eating enough fruits and vegetables? Are we eating enough whole grains and beans? Are we making sure that we're maintaining enough sleep? Are we, make sure, are we making sure that we're maintaining a good, healthy mental attitude? Are we engaging in a moderate amount of that every single day? And then are we limiting ourselves to a moderate amount or less? It's okay to be less than, like, you know, I, I can have a moderate amount of animal product every day, but you know what? I had less than that. That's even better for me. So are we engaging ourselves in a moderate amount or less than amount when it comes to what is our weight? Are we restricting our calories so that it's less than expenditure so that we can lose weight? Are we restricting our intake of poisonous substances to really zero or, 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 or you know, eliminating them entirely? 
Are we restricting our exposure to ultra-processed foods to rare and appropriate? This is what we talk about when we talk about moderation. Because it's easy to say, oh, you know what? I eat in moderation. I only have two hot dogs a day. Well, you should see my brother. He eats seven. I eat a moderate amount compared to him. That doesn't work. There's no way that that works. There's no way that you can accurately say, oh, compared to this person or compared to that person. Well, what do you know? How is that person's health? You know, I only hit myself in the head with a hammer twice a day. That's moderate compared to the person next to me who does it 17 times a day. When we use moderation as a form of comparison to other people, it doesn't work. When we use moderation in a method of of comparing to what is healthful in lifespan and health span and use it to determine times that are rare and appropriate, we can then discuss a term of moderation. Glad that you had an opportunity to listen to this today and uh, hope to see you on the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye.